0: and welcome to um, the third episode of the serotonin feel good podcast today we are going to be talking about sugar babies so from where you start to what you do to how it is everything you need to know about sugar babies will be in this episode Um, this episode is going to be done a little bit differently to my last ones for privacy reasons I'm not having the sugar babies come on and talk just because they have quite distinctive voices and they can't risk being found out it's a whole privacy issue um so to respect that i'll be answering the questions that they've answered myself so we're just gonna jump on in now and start reading some of the answers they've given and have a little bit of a chat about it i've been asked to take a shit on a sugar daddy before right guys so what i did with this episode is a little bit different so um i'll give you a little bit of a backstory. last year when i was traveling europe i actually met a girl and we got talking i can't even remember the exact discussion we had um a lot of europe i spent drinking um so i was probably very drunk i can't remember how the conversation started but I think it started about talking about designer labels like Gucci and stuff like that. And um, I noticed she had a lot of it. And I asked her like what she did for a job and how she got enough money and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it kind of just came out that she was a sugar baby. Before then, I hadn't really known anyone that it was a sugar baby. i had heard a little bit about it and I was a little bit interested i learned so much on this trip uh this trip i also met the stripper i spoke to in my previous episode um so yeah that's how i met this sugar baby for privacy purposes um we're gonna be changing names and i'm just gonna be talking about it myself so we'll call her amy um and Uh, She has kindly asked one of her friends to answer the questions with her, um, which is good because they both have very different perspectives on what being a sugar baby means. So her friend Lee has answered the other questions. Um, Obviously, that's a fake name as well. Um, But yeah, I'll just jump straight into it. I thought I'd give you guys some of those details as a bit of a backstory of how I know these people. A lot of people keep saying to me, like, how do you know all these sex workers? You must be a sex worker, blah, blah, blah. That's not true. I'm not. I know all these people because, um, mainly because of travel. Um, you meet a lot of interesting people when you go overseas. And I just have been lucky enough to build friendships with these people. Um, so yeah, I'll just jump straight into the questions now. So the first question, and it's usually the questions I like to start these episodes with, um, which is how did you get into it? Um, but this specific question was, how does one get a sugar daddy and do they make you do things? So they've both answered that um, to get a sugar daddy, you can go to a website called seekingarrangement.com. They, these girls are from the US, so for us, it would be seekingarrangement.com.au. Um, and I will let you guys know that in Australia, and I think probably in the US as well, if you have a university email address... Um, so like an edu email address, Um, you actually get a free premium account on seekingarrangements.com which kind of makes you more appealing to the sugar daddies, Um, you seem a bit more legit Um, and yeah, it makes you access more accounts and everything like that. So if you do have a uni account and you are thinking of signing up, you get a free premium membership uh, if you sign up with your university account. Anyways, but for their answer for the question, they have said that they um, use seekingarrangement.com. Um, and for the second part of the question that says, and do they make you do things? Lee has responded that they usually don't make you do things, but if you don't do sexual things, then they won't pay you as much or at all. Um, she says that she once had a date with someone at Starbucks and they wanted her to give them a blowjob in the parking lot to make sure that she was good enough, um, and then they never hit her up or paid her, which this just breaks my heart. This is so bad. I feel like if you're going to meet a sugar daddy, um, expect payments first and ask for payments first. But obviously, this is a very real situation where um, they want to know if you're good enough and. Some men are probably just trying to get things out of you for free. So keep that in mind as well. They've both said that they usually expect sexy pictures as well. The second question I have is what kind of stuff do sugar babies do and how much for? So how much do they get paid? And Amy has said that you usually meet them for dinner. Then you decide if you want to have sex with each other. And then she's... Uh, gotten Lee to answer the rest and Lee has said that they take you to a hotel and basically they have sex with you for varying amounts of money. Um, Australian dollars it's about 300 to 1500 dollars per meet obviously depending on what you do and uh, how much they want to pay you. Sometimes they want company but usually they do want to have sex with you so essentially that's what you'll be doing mostly. Um, It's pretty rare for a sugar daddy just to want to spend time with you and have your company it's almost always sexual so i guess to reinstate that answer another question was basically what's the exchange and is it always sexual and they have both said that it's almost always sexual you will go into their hotel room and drink a little bit even though you've gotten drunk before seeing them usually and you'll talk to them um, about things and then start kissing and eventually you guys will fuck Um, but for new customers you do, um, and you should ask for the money first. All right. So taking it back a little bit, one of the questions was how did you specifically get started? Um, and Lee basically responded that she thought she'd create a website to join sugar babies and sugar daddies together because she was having a hard time meeting actual rich guys. Um, but then she found out that there was a site called seeking arrangements so she joined it and looked at profiles. She said she spent about a month talking to guys um, before she got a message uh, from a guy that actually fit what she wanted and her schedule and whatnot. Um, she said it was for $500. So she said yes, she went. Um, they, she said that the first time they met, he only titty fucked her. Um, so she felt very in control and powerful and like it was the easiest money she'd ever made. Uh, so that's how she got started and then amy said that she actually got started through lee um, so that's how she got introduced to being a sugar baby another question is where did you meet your sugar daddy and how did you two set the boundaries for everything um, and apart from seeking arrangements they said that you usually meet them in a fancy hotel um, and it's generally a conversation and things just fall into place uh, that's what Amy said. And then Lee said that usually, yeah, online again or through another sugar baby friend, uh, you talk it through and then let them know what you want before you actually meet them. And it's pretty smooth sailing from there. Another question we got was, um, is it a contractual agreement? So do the girls have to sign contracts? Lee basically has never gotten a contract. So Lee has never gotten a contract or been asked to sign one. And Amy says that she has been given one once but she never got around or ended up signing it. So I guess it depends on what that sugar daddy wants. One of the questions which was kind of mentioned before when I said that they usually do want sex and not just company. Uh, One of the questions was is it always sexual or is it just companionship? And they basically both said that it's usually sexual. Amy said that all men want sex if they're going to give you an allowance... Then they expect some sex plus some sort of a relationship. And Lee said it's usually both. So they want sex, then therapy, then cuddling. Um, and then apparently you can just leave after sex but they might not see you again. Lee said that she was usually too drunk or too high to even leave. So she would sleep over which would make them like her more. And they both kind of agreed that there are usually some nice guys but they all pretty much usually still want sex. And if I'm honest to you guys, this honestly just sounds like Tinder hookups. Um, sometimes you come across a nice guy. Usually if you're gonna be meeting them at their house or at a the hotel, they'll just want sex. You might stay the night, you might not. If you don't, they might never hit you up again. You feel what I mean? Like, it's not that undifferent to normal it's it's not that different to normal online dating, I suppose, in that way. So another question was, who decides if it's going to be a monogamous relationship or not? And if the sugar daddy wants a monogamous relationship with the sugar baby, is that um, kind of an extra fee or does it cost more? Amy said the, the monogamy of the relationship is a decision that you guys will make together. Um, if you both want that, then the sugar baby needs an allowance. So the lowest she's gotten per month is $4,000. Keep in mind that's US dollars, so that's... Um, I don't really know the conversion rate but it's probably around $6,500 per month here. Um, and the highest she's received is $10,000 per month so again it's a lot more um, in Australian dollars because I'm guessing she means US dollars. And then Lee said that you assume that the relationship at the beginning isn't monogamous unless they specify otherwise. In that case they're usually paying your monthly allowance like Amy said. If you want a monogamous relationship with them, then you can actually ask for more money. So, you can ask for that allowance to be more if you do want to be in a monogamous relationship. Alright, on the subject of money, one of the questions was, what's the biggest sugar baby purchase you've made? Um, these are ridiculous. I can't even fathom this. This is crazy. Amy said that she has spent over $50,000 on a shopping spree by herself. Keep in mind that this is fifty thousand U.S. dollars. I'm assuming, so in Australian dollars, that blows my mind. I don't think I've ever earned that much money in my life. Like I don't think my life savings would even amount to that. Oh, maybe, but you get what I mean. That's a lot of money. Um, and she said that her sugar daddy, without her allowance, so her already ten thousand U.S. dollars a month, has spent over two hundred thousand dollars on her and her family. Um, this makes being a sugar baby sound pretty amazing, I'm not going to lie. Um, (laughs) she said that this has included family vacations and a honeymoon that her sugar daddy bought for her sister, her sister's husband, as their present to them. Um, that's incredible. That's, I can't fathom that, that's crazy. I think the most expensive purchase I've ever made was my trips overseas. Um... I can't imagine going on a shopping spree and spending $50,000, wow, that's, I, I, <laughs> I think the most I've spent in a shop at once was at Pet Barn and I was buying my cat and all these things, like, how does one spend that much money, that hurts my soul, but also that, that's amazing, that's the dream, I, I have no more words on that, I'm gonna leave that there, Okay. <laughs> Um, and then Lee said that she has bought her twenty ten luxury car for eleven thousand US dollars, um, with what her sugar daddy had given her. And they also buy um they also bought her iPhone eleven Pro. So that's pretty insane that 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 you can kind of just get that money but obviously it's a pretty big trade off. Another question which I thought was interesting because I when I met Amy she told me a lot about her sugar daddy and he sounded genuinely lovely. Um she seemed to get along with him really really well. Um so one of the questions was have you ever fallen for a sugar daddy whilst doing work for him or a sugar mommy so him or her um is a sugar mommy or sugar mama? I don't know. Sugar mama sounds better. Amy says that she has fallen for a sugar daddy twice, actually. Um, She says basically that if you meet a successful guy who showers you with adorations and money, then it will inevitably happen sooner than you think. So you will grow or develop feelings for a man that's kind of showering you with gifts and money and love and just thinks that you're kind of the bee's knees. Um, She also says that generationally, men 30 plus versus men 21 plus are very different in their actions and the way they treat you, and this makes it quite easy to fall in love, unlike Amy. Lee has said that no, she hasn't fallen in love with a sugar daddy before; Some of them have been hot, and she could have seen herself seeing them regularly, but she never wanted any of them to be her boyfriend or husband or anything like that, and they were either too old or too childish and immature for her. So I guess um, everyone will have different stories from speaking to Amy. She's been extremely lucky um, with the sugar daddy she's kind of landed and the fact that she actually has feelings back. But that won't always be the case. So one of the other questions is what's the most outrageous thing a sugar daddy or sugar mama has asked you to do? Um, Amy said that the most outrageous thing that she's been asked to do is that a sugar daddy has asked her to take a shit on them um this was a couple years ago she says but unfortunately she did not have to go at the time (laughs) um so I don't know if that ever ended up happening or not but basically the most outrageous thing that she's been asked to do is take a shit on somebody um and then Leah said that anal is the most outrageous thing that she gets asked to do from sugar daddies and to travel to them uh she also warns, she wants to let people know that another huge fake thing to do is that if they ask for your bank account information so that they can send you money, don't do it because fake checks are a real thing. And they can overdraw an empty bank account. So even though they're sending you that money, it won't always, you won't get it. Um because it's not actually there. So don't do that. <laughs> uh, one of the other questions about I guess sugar daddy relationships is do you get a level of control over how the relationship plays out and what happens and whatnot amy says that you do always get to choose if you want to continue seeing or sleeping with someone Um, i think that's a given in life i don't see why it would be any different in a relationship like this essentially in a way this is your job so if you want to quit if you want to stop seeing this man you can um so always know that you don't have to sleep or see someone um in life and in business anything like that you don't have to do it um and amy also says that at the end of the day a sugar relationship is more in the hands of the sugar baby than the sugar daddy because they're the ones being sought out so he does like the sugar daddy is paying for you so if you don't want to be there then you don't have to be there um and lee says that usually yes um, you do get quite a big level of control. The sugar daddies are usually pretty desperate and you are their prize. So you make them wear a condom or you'll probably end up with herpes, in her words. And in line with this question, guys, I just want to stress to anybody that might be in a situation that they don't want to be in or a relationship that they don't think they can get out of, um, you don't have to be in that situation. You don't have to be in a relationship that you don't want to be in You don't have to sleep with someone you don't want to sleep with. Um, Never put that pressure on yourself. I understand that people might get into situations with other mitigating factors that they can't leave. But if it is up to you, you can leave. If you have the choice and the opportunity to leave something that you don't want to be in, please do it. It might be hard, but it will get better. In line with that, um, one of the questions was, how to end a sugar baby agreement amy says that basically if you want to end it you just tell them that it's not what you want if it truly isn't um, most of the time if it's a serious sugar baby agreement then it's difficult to leave because of the financial state per month so as i said like amy gets ten thousand dollars a month allowance plus other things um so you also have that that you're going to lose not just that person Um, so it can be really hard to leave a relationship like that. And it's really hard to give up the lifestyle. Um, and Lee basically said, just tell them an excuse. Like, that your parents found out or that you had a change of heart. Um, which I guess could be a bit easier than a real breakup, really. Kind of just be like, sorry, mum found out. Not allowed to see you anymore. There's not much that they can do about that. All right, I'm going to wrap it up with this last question and then have a little bit of a discussion about this um so it's basically um if you could go back to when you started doing this would you still decide to be a sugar baby amy has said yes that she would do it again but it's always twenty twenty hindsight looking back um, and she would do it differently and with a clearer goal in mind She's been in two long-term sugar relationships back-to-back for two and a half years. Um, but she's been a sugar baby for about three and a half years. And she kind of wishes that since she started, she had relationships that whole time. Uh, because that's what's worked out for her and fit her lifestyle the best. And Lee has actually got a very different opinion. So she says if she could go back to the start, that she wouldn't be a sugar baby um again she wouldn't do it if she could go back in time she said to me that no she wouldn't do it she thought at first that it wouldn't hurt her soul but it does um she says it changes how you view yourself and how others view you and that inevitably you won't be the same uh there's a reason why she has to get fucked up before she sees a sugar daddy and her body and mind actually hate her for doing it she hates keeping the secret from her family Uh, And she actually says that the industry and being a sugar baby is a goddamn addiction that will ruin your life. Um, She asks that you please do anything else or at least uh, make your sugar daddy wear a condom every single time. So that's all the questions I asked them just because I wanted to keep this episode a little bit shorter and I also didn't want to be too invasive some of the questions were like what's the weirdest thing that you've ever done with a sugar daddy or what's the grossest thing that you've ever had asked done and I'm not about kink shaming so if you want someone to shit on you then that's that's on you personally I'd pass but I'm not out here kink shaming anybody um, so that's their prerogative I don't want to be too invasive into that aspect of their lifestyle it's just like going up to someone that's in a relationship and saying hey what's the weirdest thing you've done with your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner um and i'm not about that so i didn't ask those questions but i hope everyone learned a little bit about being a sugar baby i feel like if you do your research and you go online you can actually find out a lot about it A lot of sugar babies have come forward and written articles and gone to the media and the press and spoken quite openly about their individual experiences so if you want to know about more honestly just give it a google um i will end on a little bit of a story so last year when i kind of came out of a relationship i got very drunk one night and decided to make a seeking arrangements account Um, And because I have my uni email, I got to go on for free. And um, you can actually put up photos and have them set on private. So if you don't want anyone seeing your photos, set them on private. And also don't use any photos that are on your Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Twitter, anything like that, because you can Google search them and it will link up to your accounts. So use other photos, but you can have them on private. So basically the way it works is you sign up, you write a little description that um, a sugar daddy will like and he basically will like you um, or message you or whatnot, and then you can message back if you want to, you don't have to. Um, and a lot of the sugar daddies will also have their images on private and they can request to see your photos and you can request to see their photos. So they can't see them unless you grant them access. Um, so doing it through Seeking Arrangements is quite safe in a way. Whenever you meet a sugar daddy for the first time, do it in a public place and also have payment arranged beforehand. I literally just signed up to it when I was drunk one night, I don't have an account anymore. I came across a man I knew on there from an industry that I work in um, and I got a little bit spooked so I deleted my account. Burnt- Ever having a record of it. I went under a fake name and everything on there, so there's no way it would ever trace back to me. And he never actually got to see my photos because I never granted that access, but I just got so scared. And honestly, I don't think I'd have the balls or I mean balls are pretty weak. I don't think I would have the pussy to do it um at all. So that's that's (laughs) that's old news. That was one drunk time. We won't talk about that again, but I thought I'd bring it up. It's pretty easy to make these accounts. Um, if you're a man you can make a sugar baby account too there are sugar mamas out there i have heard from a friend who did it for a little while that he didn't have that much luck there wasn't as many sugar mamas but he did go on a few dates um, anyways just letting you guys know that men can be sugar babies too um but i think that's where i'm gonna leave it because i don't want this episode to go for too long and honestly listening back on this I'm gonna hate because I am just listening to my own voice I'm hoping in the next episodes I do um I will be able to get guests on again hopefully once um the good old disease is gone we can talk more openly with people in person and whatnot I do have a few more people like escorts and whatnot that have asked to come on or have offered to come on who won't be speaking either just because of privacy reasons um and it's really important to respect people's privacy with these things as well so there will be a few more episodes like this but for my sake editing this i hope not too many more Um, let me know what you guys think and that sounded like a youtuber thing to say so just like and subscribe and let me know what you guys think um no anyways i'm just gonna leave it there we're done goodbye bye